Kia ora. Welcome to Eastern Sound Stories, brought to you by Radioactive.fm and Eastern Sound Collective, an audio series where we talk about songs produced by Asian artists working in Aotearoa today. Karawai is a Kiwi-born Chinese multi-instrumentalist and music producer. Based in Tamaki Makoto, she works as a solo artist and guitarist in Venom Dolls. Karawai is the founder of Milky Avenue Studios, an LGBTQ music studio in Ellerslie. We talked to her about her song, Retrograde, from the upcoming album, The Moon and the Tides. Retrograde is pretty much the end of the album, um, which is followed by a spoken word and a kind of like stripped down acoustic piece um, because I think it has uh, it says a lot about the album you know it is, is it, it is the tie up track um, it goes through the whole story again in a sense um, and uh, I think it's the only track on the album that I kind of rap on which is something that's um, going to happen on the second album a lot more um, it's the most like kind of best demonstration of who I am as an artist. Now, what was going through your head when you were making, when you were writing that song? I think it, um, the process of producing it was a lot more simple compared to some of the other songs or just my other music in general. I think uh, I had this one loop um, which is in the first part of the song um, that I had produced probably a couple years ago and I could never find the stems for that so I kind of just had the loop um, imported it and I guess I just started writing to it um, and then I just decided okay we need we need a switch up because this was like the time of like when every every rapper was coming out with switch ups like Kendrick and and so I'm like, okay, let me just download a bunch more samples. And so I just got samples and drum loops and stuff. Um, typically, I would program my own drums, but I think for this song, it kind of just worked out and I didn't really want to change it. So the whole album is about kind of coming out. Um, I don't really like to out myself, but here I am. Um, I am a trans woman. Um, and coming out about three or four years ago, um, it was quite, quite a terrifying experience, um, because, you know, how, of how transphobic the world is and, um, even just like internalized transphobia. Um, yeah, that was a huge, huge, um, battle, um, so kind of the process of coming out I mean it was years and years of healing and changing um, but yeah really it was it was a lot of pain a lot of um, hopelessness a lot of feeling like being in limbo because because a lot of these songs on the album were um, songs that I have written uh, a long time ago um, Retrograde is one of the more recent ones and it is really like it is quite reflective of all of it um, 
kind of like reflects on all the like pain and trauma and stuff um but from a more of a like uh almost an outside view you know like i'm past it kind of thing it sounds like it is a rounding off of something like things have been worked through things have been found and this is the you know sort of end piece oh when i songwrite i should say um I usually when I when I seem to like write um, more sad songs, it's always like I always tell myself, wait, this is I don't want to be hopeless. I don't want to be too sad. <laughs> so I always, you know, put in a bit of hope in there. Put in a bit of like, okay, this is uh, shit, but it's gonna get better. Do you have any family influences on, on your musical journey and how have they been with with you doing your music, you know, how's that? Um, um, it's funny, I think a lot of um, Asian musicians can relate is that, um, you know, as a child they'll send you to music school and, you know, they'll be like, when you grow up and like want music as a career, they'll be like, what? <laughs> you know, like, because they sent me... <laughs> to learn recorder, piano, saxophone, violin, uh, I guess guitar as well. Um, Like, at a young age, you know, uh, from four to like 12, um, I was taking music lessons. And a lot of that time, I guess, for me, kind of like... uh, integrated into my brain you know like I was definitely a natural um songwriter musician I just wanted to do all that um and so when I started producing um in high school kind of like didn't know what I was doing with my career and then came out of school um then decided to pursue music as a career at first they were obviously like how how are you gonna make any money from this how are you going to make a living um, and I guess at this point they're kind of just used to it because they've heard my music they've heard like all the steps I've taken in my career um, they've seen me play a couple times live and they've been like oh yeah she's kind of makes sense you know that she's a musician do you use any cultural symbolism in your art and your music? I think I do it um, subconsciously or or it kind of just comes out sometimes um, like for example uh, track 3 I think on the album um, has a little like oh it's both Chinese and kind of a Christian uh, spoken thing um, I'm an ex-Christian um, I was a Christian as a kid but uh, kind of grew out of it um, and that whole kind of like uh, bridge section is this uh, Bible excerpt spoken in Chinese which is kind of kind of came out of nowhere but it just happened I guess You've got your album release coming up in September and so what else do you have in store? Um, there's a bunch of songs uh, lined up for a second album. A lot of that does have a bit more like a hip-hop feel, um, you know, alternative R&B feel. And I will be performing those uh, like on, on my solo set 
Um, I don't know when the album's coming out, because um, I think it's kind of in Big Pop's hands now. Um, I have signed the album to them. I haven't sold myself to them, uh, which is, you know, not really what they do anyway. But yeah, they're coming up with a release plan and everything. Uh, there should be a couple singles releasing first, um, hopefully this year. Um, but we are currently in the process of just recording everything and getting some, you know, really nice studio mic recordings and all that. Milky Avenue Studios. That just sounds surreal in terms of what you've created there. And is there any other, you know, studio base like that that's doing that work? Right. I mean, I'm not very um, well known. Like, I don't really do any work to put myself a bit more out there. Like, it's, um, yeah, I, I, it kind of happened because I so happened um, before I came out, before I knew I was LGBTQ. Um, I worked with a lot of like queer artists so like I had a gay friend um, there's a lesbian rapper and my first client was bisexual mm-hmm. and so it's like wow actually <laughs> you know I'm queer wow um, and so I, I, since then like I haven't had a lot of queer people or I've had, I haven't been really like looking for queer musicians to kind of like use the space or like you know um but it's definitely more of like a future thing if i can get an actual studio place that isn't my home you know set it up in such a way that can be more accessible to queer folks this is caraway and this is my song retrograde from my upcoming album the moon and the tides
been so clear Been hiding in this mystery for 20 fucking years Can almost breathe the oxygen in this here atmosphere The truth is that I'm struggling but I am almost there Take me to the Nile, take me to the sea Been craving holy water for as long as I can see I'll be here a while, I haven't drunk in weeks Dysphoria has taken almost everything from me See the sun moving backwards Trying to turn back all the damage that's been done No, I can feel it all It used to make me numb it used to run But now the age of freedom has begun Push against the tide I'm drowning but I'm fighting for my motherfucking life I'm almost at the end I'm almost at the light This feeling of euphoria is opening my eyes Push against the tide Eastern Sound Stories was brought to you by Eastern Sound Collective and Radioactive.fm and made with the support of NZ On Air Music.